Well, Vancouver City Council unanimously passed a motion for lower density neighborhoods to allow up to eight homes on a single lot. The new zoning changes uh, all for multi uh, all for multiplex homes as an option for new builds, along with an amendment to allow for character homes to add units to the existing dwelling. Now, the motion carries a reduction in the size of single detached homes as well, but increases the size of new laneway homes. Um, with respect to zoning changes, the motion consolidates nine low density residential zones into a single new residential inclusive zone. Joining me now to talk a little bit about these changes, which are quite significant, is Lisa Dominaro. She's an ABC Vancouver City Councillor. Ms. Dominaro, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jazz. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you know, I, that last one, the motion to consolidate nine low-density residential zones into a single new residential inclusive zone, I heard that and I go, what will the blue buds of Carisdale think? <laughs> well, it, it is a significant change. Um, uh, not that dissimilar from what we did with laneways in the past. And yeah. there was a lot of angst about this idea that we were doing this blanket zoning to allow laneways. And now... They're accepted, and in fact, people are clamoring to add a laneway to their property. And so, I think it's just a matter of time. But I think we're going to see some high adoption of this. Okay. Well, let's, let's touch on the 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 first issue, which is, of course, uh, eight homes on a lot on a large lot, four units uh, on a smaller standard size lot. Um, how much pickup do you think you're going to see here? I mean, I, when I think about it, and I take calls on this stuff once in a while, I always hear, "Wait a minute, here." Uh, first of all. That's just infrastructure that is required for that lot for eight units. That's going to be not cheap. Then there's the parking challenges as well. Do you see much pickup, though, at the end of the day in, re- in, the, in the real world? I mean, it's all well and good to put it on paper and talk mm-hmm. about density, but do you see pickup in this? Uh, well, we do anticipate some pickup. And in fact, we heard last night during the public hearing uh, through staff is that we have roughly 500 applications that are waiting because they are anticipating this change. And so they're waiting for this. And we've heard time and time again that there is an interest in adding gentle density. We heard we think anticipate largely it'll be strata. And mm-hmm. there's two options there. You can do straight strata and there'll be a development cost levy or strata with one uh, affordable home ownership uh, unit as well. So uh, I, do, I do think there'll be some uptake on this. Uh, can you point to a jurisdiction that, that is doing what, what, you're, what you're hoping to do in Vancouver? Well, certainly we asked today about that. Victoria has already started and going down the path. Okay, now, I yeah. know they've had some challenges. Uh, mm-hmm. They put in too many conditions and I asked staff about that and they did note that what we're proposing is different. And so uh, I expect there will be some uptake. And, and we know there's a need. Um, one of the reasons that why I ran in 2018 was because of the housing crisis. Mm-hmm. And what I heard from young people and from families and newcomers is that they were having a hard time entering the market. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they were moving to the suburbs because they couldn't find this missing middle housing. They wanted townhouses. They wanted row houses. They wanted that ground-oriented homes in neighborhoods. And we just didn't have enough of an offering. So mm-hmm. this actually addresses that problem. And, and it makes it, uh, you know, it looks at affordability as well. Um, the other issue, consolidating nine low-density residential zones into a single new residential inclusive zone. Uh, I see diversity in East Vancouver, but some would argue, perhaps this is a bit based on class, uh, do you expect pushback from the west side of Vancouver? I'm broadly generalizing about the good people in the west side of Vancouver, but they're also, I would argue, uh, the most organized, uh, most vocal, and would push back on some of the things that we're talking about here. Uh, do you expect this? the things that we're talking about here, greater density, especially in the leafy west side, and mm. this being actually allowed to move forward? Well, we certainly did hear some feedback and some pushback yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, um, we've also heard on the flip side is that families um, complaining that 
um, they're feeling their neighborhoods are being gutted, that there aren't any, you know, young families or, or seniors wanting to downsize in their own neighborhood and not have any place to go. And so, in fact, I think there will be some uptake there. We did hear that because of property prices that we'll see maybe more uptick in East Vancouver. Mm. But again, this is a broad rezoning for roughly 65,000 lots across the city. And so uh, there is opportunity there to add gentle density across neighborhoods. And I think it's needed. Hmm. Uh, the issue of homes and reducing the size of single detached homes, uh, to my understanding, uh, you're going to reduce uh, the the size of a single family home from 2,800 square feet on a 33 foot by 222 foot lot, the standard single family lot. So you'd go from a, a maximum build of 2,800 square feet to 2,400 square feet. That's about a 14% reduction to my understanding. But that would be transferred over to the laneway house. Uh, why this... Uh, why the focus on the laneway? Is that going to make that much of a difference in your mind? So there was actually a number of questions asked about that yesterday, in fact, in the context of intergenerational living. Mm. And so, um, yes, it's transferring that additional square footage over to the laneway. Um, laneways have been popular. They're typically rental, uh, but it does still allow for that intergenerational living on one property. But certainly that was raised as a concern yesterday. So wasn't there a concern from particularly our Asian communities, Chinese, uh, Filipino, South Asian, uh, multi-generational housing is, is very common uh, where uh, you know, grandma and grandpa, mom and dad may be living with the kids. They're still okay with a reduction in size of a main house? Well, that's where the questions were largely coming from, from counselors, was some concerns from communities about that downsizing. Uh, again, uh, it was sort of a transfer of that uh, space to the laneway, but I think it'll be workable. If you're just joining us, we are speaking to Lisa Domino. She's a uh, ABC Vancouver City Councilor. We're talking about uh, changes that um, uh, Vancouver City Council announced yesterday, passing a motion for lower density neighborhoods to allow up to eight homes on a single lot. We talked about um, uh, a motion as well that consolidates nine low-density residential zones into a single new residential uh, zone as well, and also reducing the floor space on a home with uh, the limits from 2,800 square feet down to 2,400 square feet with that extra space being allowed for laneway homes. Give us a call on the open line. What do you think of these ideas? Do you think it's the right way to go? 604-280-9898. That's 604-280-9898. Star 9898 uh, on your cell phone. Let's go to Mike from Vancouver. Hi, Mike. Hello there, jazz and guests. And uh, I think it's a bold move that the uh, city of Vancouver is doing. I applaud it. I do have a question, and this is something where I live in Langley that just has been bugging me. I would love to bequeath, like literally give my daughter a piece of my property um, and have her own title on it. I'm just wondering if some of these plans include that type of thing or does everything have to be done through a developer or whatever? So you're saying, you know, if you had a single family lot, the laneway home you could, uh, uh, would be, you'd give to your daughter or something like that? Well, put it this way. I live, I live, I have an acre. I don't need an acre. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I would love to give my daughter and even another family member, here, have a quarter acre yours it's done here you go i've just set them up for life the problem is the way the city the township of langley works um no can't do that yeah i mean there's a bit of a wrinkle there i guess with with farmland uh as well but at least in the in the context in the context of the city 
if I build a laneway home and I have, let's say, you know, my son and his partner there, uh, could you, maybe it's a strata, maybe it's a, a separate ownership. Do you think we get to that point in any way? Yeah, and actually, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question, and thanks for the caller for raising up, because in fact, that came up yesterday evening uh, during the public hearing, is um, that intergenerational living and, and wanting to support um, family members. And so that was one of the questions we posed, is could we be looking at stratification of, of laneways? Originally, they brought forward to be rentals, uh, but that is something we're going to be continuing that discussion with staff about, is, is that something we might look at going forward? That's interesting. Uh, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but it, it, Langley is unique because of uh, an acreage. Uh, because of ALR land, uh, it may not fit the same sort of mindset and thinking that the issues of Vancouver's dealing with. It's a, when you throw the ALR in, it's a whole different issue. That's that's for sure. Uh, are we going to Jonathan from Burnaby there, Stephen? Off of Vancouver. Jonathan, are you there? Yes. Thank you very much uh, to take the call. Let me share with you my concern because we are building many houses since 20 years. What will happen, you know, is that, first of all, the, the price of the lots will increase tremendously. Mm-hmm. The issue that you have is af- to make it affordable. It is not a, a matter of in, in increasing the number of supply. Because based on other research, based on the number of vacant lots, you can add only around 200 houses under that rule. But it will create crazy speculations regarding, you know, the cost of the lots. So at the end of the day, you will not be able to offer anything and, and make them affordable for people. Jonathan, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. He does raise a very good point, uh, Lisa, in that the minute this goes forward and you have a... Uh, a single family lot that's big, there is uplift. The market itself mm-hmm. will say, wait a minute, eight units, uh, and I can sell each one for, let's say, a million, million five. Uh, there's a huge uplift there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, how do you deal with that? Can you deal with that? Can you change that? I mean, I think uh, certainly that that was studied as part of bringing this framework forward. And and one of the considerations was, um, you know, with if you're doing purely strata development cost levy associated with that, but also um, the opportunity to speaking to affordability of if you're doing strata of, of creating a, a permanently affordable home ownership unit within that. Uh, and that's a partnership with BC Housing where there's a second mortgage, mm-hmm. which could be uh, really critical to frontline workers, middle income. So, um, but there's always that challenge, but our staff did study this very carefully. I mean, ultimately, it also says when you say home, the missing middle, you're talking townhomes, condominiums. This isn't a conversation about the single family home anymore. Not here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely right. right? I mean, we're, um, we, we've heard uh, loud and clear the need to add density in these neighborhoods. And, and in fact, many of, I would say arguably many of those single detached homes today um, are already have uh, secondary units in them. They have other family members that we've added laneways. Now we've got duplexes as well. Yeah. So it's already changed. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the part of the conversation. But people make, make the single family home affordable. Well, you're going to have to find that in, in the suburbs, in the dream of that single family home with a barbecue in the backyard. 
that's very difficult to do in the city core. <laughs> it, cer- it certainly is. It, it certainly is. is. Well, I really appreciate you dropping by. Look for- forward to having you on again because this issue is just starting now in regards. Now it's about implementation mm-hmm. and what it will look like. Uh, and I know you guys are going to have a very busy session uh, this fall as well. Thank you for your time. Look forward to seeing you again. Likewise. Thanks, right. Jess.